You broke your neck at 16. You were completely paralyzed from your neck down. You were in church, a Christian man, yes. and been prayed for by a lot of people, yes. and were tired of getting prayed for because nothing ever happened. Get all excited, and you, you know, and then, and then there was a letdown afterwards. Well, yeah, and plus, right. you know, every Christian that wants to like try prayer, right? You're a target. Your job is not to explain circumstances. Your job is to believe the Word of God that will impact every circumstance. Welcome to Miracles Today, and I'm back with Mark because on our last program, there was just no way to finish this remarkable story that, that, that you were telling us. Now, let me recap real quick for the people that weren't, weren't listening yesterday. Is that all right? Yes. Um, you, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Uh, you broke your neck at 16. You were completely paralyzed from your neck down. Yes. Um, but then you married a beautiful woman. Yes. And um, you were in church, a Christian man, yes. and been prayed for by a lot of people, yes. and were tired of getting prayed for because yes. nothing ever happened. Right. And then uh, Christian Harfouche came to your church uh, for a revival, and it lasted three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, you came up for prayer. Right. But during all those three weeks, he never, ever called you up for prayer. That's correct. Right. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Yeah, because I mean, probably most, I don't know, well, I wouldn't say most uh, Miracle Ministries would have gone after you first. Right, right. I'm a target. You're a target. Right. You right. know, that's going to be a real bummer. It, it is, um, and because you get all excited and, you, you know, and then, and then there's the letdown afterwards. Well, yeah, and plus, right. you know, every Christian that wants to, like, try prayer. Right. You're a target. Right. Everybody, you know, you get approached by people in the parking lot going, well, can I pray for you? And well, you know, it's, I mean, you know, their heart's in the right, right place. Right. But, you know, you know, you need to learn how to heal a headache through the power of Jesus before you can raise a man who's paralyzed from his neck down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You should ask him, okay, have you had a headache healed? Have you, have you seen yeah. cancer? Have you seen tumors, you know, right. dry up? Okay, now you can lay hands on me. Otherwise... Okay. Forget yeah, it, yeah. right? <laughs> Let me see your credentials. Let me see your credentials. Right. Have you gone to International Miracle Institute? Exactly. exactly. Right? But yeah. let's go back to um, the power of God came on you and in that meeting. Yes. And, and um, you said that they strapped you. Well, I, I made them do it. I, 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 I was made, all I was willing. You were willing. Yes. I, I made they, we, we strapped your legs to, to, the, to the ushers on each side and right. then picked you up they out of your wheelchair. Up, right. And stood me somewhat straight. Well, what was your body like at that point? Uh, it was kind of like um, like a noodle. <laughs> like a top ramen noodle or uh, a just spaghetti. A spaghetti noodle. Just spaghetti noodle. Just kind of wiggling wherever it wanted to go, you know, yeah. and uh, not really uh, able to support any kind of weight at all. Yeah, and then and then you you said that that you that we laid you down on the floor. Right, you laid me down, and I guess I was down for a while, but the power and I God, think I stayed with you. Yeah, yeah, and the power of God was on me for a long time. And then I remember the next day. Was it the next day? It was like uh, a couple of days later. You you came in, 
Yeah. And well, well what I say to you? You said to me, "Boy, you look virile today." What? What I you repeat Vir that? Boy, you look virile today. Virile. Virile. Yeah. Virile today. Yeah. That's an and, interesting statement. <laughs> and uh, we'll leave that for the dictionary. But but <laughs> but um, just to uh, make a long story short, we were um, things that started working. Things. Things started working in uh, the mail area. Wow. That um, uh, hadn't been. Right. And we had gone to a doctor and seen a fertility doctor and asked him about children. Right. And he said to us, um, we don't recommend you have children because you're hurt at 16. Right. You're going through puberty and things probably aren't developed like they should be. And um, so we said, well, regardless of that report, we'd already hooked up with, uh, with uh, faith and things like that and we were like what do we do we know that God has that in store for us and everything's working now right and things were starting to work and we we're and like this is great feeling in your body right I just started getting feeling back and, and all so that. working on kids was a great idea right right right, right. <laughs> right. and you've got how many children now two children a and, daughter and a son and what are their ages ten and seven and are they perfectly they healthy? They are perfectly healthy. They're genius children. I mean, they're really, really smart. What's and, their names? Uh, Louisa and Spencer. And Spencer. Yes. Now tell me about um, the condition of your body and what normally is supposed to happen to you, uh, uh, which obviously hasn't. Right. Usually what happens as a result of a spinal cord injury is the body will be paralyzed from wherever the injury is down and your skin is paralyzed, your organs are paralyzed, your breathing is shallow, um, you have um, um, usually no feeling or function, sometimes the organs will shut down. Now you know what, hold that thought because I want, um, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and find out what, what did Mark mean by your skin is paralyzed? I mean, I think that's, well, let's do that. Let's, we'll do that. Come back, and I want to hear more. Welcome back. We're with Mark, and when we left, we were talking about what normally happens to a man who um, is paralyzed when he's 16 years old. You said something about your, all your organs shut down and your skin. What do you mean Even your, your skin? skin? Well, your skin is a, a, an organ, too. It's the largest you know, organ in your body. So does that mean you can't sweat? You don't sweat. You you don't uh, you won't feel um, like temperature differences. Wow. Things like that. You wow. don't feel um, wet. You can't tell wet. Now, Mark, you're an International Miracle Institute yes. graduate. Yes. I would like you to speak to our partners and friends worldwide and tell them what has happened in your body. Okay. You can not only stand up, but tell them about the growth. Um. Just to uh, let you know, um, I was five feet, nine and a half inches tall before I was prayed for. And as a result of being prayed for and believing God and just seeing the power of God work in my body, I grew to six foot two. And that was over a period of about six or seven months. And that was at the age of 32, which is completely not normal. <laughs> I grew across my shoulders two inches. I grew around my legs two inches. I, I grew uh, from a nine and a half shoe size to an eleven and a half shoe size. I wore a nine and, and, a, and a half ring because I had a ten ring and it, I lost it. So I, I wore a nine and a half ring and I had to have it cut off and have a new ring made. 
because my hands grew and I wear an 11, 11 and a half size ring. So every part of my body grew. Um, I had dress shirts that used to come all the way to my hand and after I finished growing they were up about two inches. And then your organs are fine. Right. You're not right, paralyzed right. anywhere inside. Mm -mm, and you have feeling no. all over your body. That's correct. And I don't, I don't you take any medication. I have feeling in my body. I can uh, take deep breaths. Some of the problems that you might encounter are um, problems with bronchial problems. I don't right. have any of that. Yes. You know, I am very, very healthy. Right, right. And, and uh, very strong. Yes. And now, I'll do this for me, Mark. There are people out there that are in wheelchairs that have had, you know, death sp spoken over them. You know, sure. I know what it was like. I was in one. I know what they tell you. Can you just pray for them right now for me? Okay. Um, one thing I want to say is that um, I understand where you're coming from and what uh, happens. You feel like you've been given a death sentence, that your life is over and there's nothing for you. But I want to tell you that there is. That God has a way and a means for reaching you and touching your life in a dramatic way. And I want to pray with you right now. Father, I just ask you right now to reach out to those people that are watching, whose heart are turned and uh, keyed in today to, to hear what's being spoken. And Father, I ask you to open a door and make a way for them to hear faith and to hear your word and encourage them so that they can step into the miracle that they've been believing in their heart all their lives. And Father, I just thank you that their heart will be encouraged with hope right now. That their situation is not a hopeless situation, but their situation is a situation for God to move and for their life to be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. And you know, this is a great example. A miracle is a instantaneous thing, but you've had a progressive healing. Right. So is a healing just as great as a miracle? Oh, it's great. <laughs> Listen, you need to stay with us because we're going to go to Dr. Christian Harfouche and hear more. He's, he's, he's in, a, in a teaching session, the founder of International Miracle Institute, and he's going to teach you more about miracles. So stay with us and listen to Doc. We can think and go to heaven. <laughs> Stupid people invented blind faith. Some people are getting it. Some other people are going to get it at the t buy the DVD. <laughs> There's no such thing as blind faith. Faith sees something. It sees the promise. And it's got enough logic to know. It's not the promise of a mortal man. It's the promise of Almighty God. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and shall he not do it? Has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I've received commandment to bless. And I'll bless and I cannot reverse it. Are you catching this? 
a God who cannot lie, an eternal God who cannot fail to bring about his promises, has given us his word. And when he did, we discovered it's the word of God, not a man. Yeah. We discovered what kind of a God we serve. He is the Lord of lords, the King of kings, the faithful one, and he cannot lie. So faith sees that promise and it chooses to see that promise alone. It's not blind faith, it's faith that sees. It's not ignorant faith, it's illuminated faith. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So revelation knowledge is the key to knowing how to step into everything that God has for you. So stupidity invented blind faith. And people who talk about blind faith are talking about simply believing. Believe what? Believe anything. Believe what? Well, I just believe that God's got everything under control. I just believe that whatever God wants is going to happen. I just believe. And they walk around through life getting left hooks, uppercuts, and overhand rights by the devil. And they have no idea. They say, thank you, thank you, thank you, because they think it's God. And it's no more God than I'm an astronaut. They're getting beat up by their enemy. But I'm telling you, the day of the body of Christ has come to rise up with dominion and authority. Hey! Hey! So how, how, behold how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. How many brethren? There's no number put on the brethren. What's the unity? Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Then it goes to tell us. Here's what it's going to resemble. The anointing from the head to all the way down. And what's going to happen? He said, that's the place I commanded or constituted the blessing. Yeah. Oh, so when you get in unity, you're at a place. And when you're in unity, you're at the place of blessing. That means discord is a place. But unity is another place. And once we go I'm telling you, once we resolve the issue, I know I've got enough sense to know that I can't help you without his help. I've got enough sense to know I can't preach you into it unless I'm fully convinced by him that it is the word of God. I know it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And I also know that I can't preach how I feel. I can't preach what I saw. Are you here? Yeah. And sometimes we don't have all the answers. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? You don't know. You don't know where so-and-so was living. Because if unity is a place and discord is a place, you don't know. You look on the outward appearance, you don't look on the heart. Your job is not to explain circumstances. Your job is to believe the Word of God. That will impact every circumstance. Should I stop? No. Today is your day. Before this day is over, there will be an explosive breakthrough of promotion in your life. I'm telling you, I speak it by the Holy Ghost.
They, they're dwelling together in unity. And what is it like? It's like this anointing from the head all the way down, all the way down the skirts of the priest or the coat of the priest. That means all the way down to the ground. That means there's no place where the oil is not flowing. Where, by the way, it is a burden-removing, yoke-breaking anointing. So bondages are broken, burdens are removed, where brethren dwell together in unity. But if they're in unity and everything is covered, then it is the unity of the corporate blessing. And he said, there at that place of unity, I have constituted or in, I've, I've constituted the blessing or I have charged or commanded the benediction by implication meaning prosperity. At that place, I have commanded prosperity. Now, we found out from the Apostle John, and we discovered in our studies that the Apostle John, who, by the way, lived all of his life healthy, at, at, and I, I'm going to go into this for a moment. At 95 years old, 97 years old, he's digging his own grave according to the church tradition. How do you dig your own grave at 97 years old? Everybody, well, you got to get old sometime. Well, he's got resurrection life living in his life. How do we know that? We know that from his preaching and teaching. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So now here, they will feed you. Well, what would happen to you when you're fed? Because sheep are already born again. You can't be a sheep unless you're born again. But then you can't. You, and so when you become sheep, then you have ministry gifts. What do they do? They feed you the word. What, do you, what happens? You grow with the word. Then when you grow with the word, you're not conformed to this world. Because you discover you're not of the world. But you're transformed. You're it, by the renewing of your thinking or your mind. And you become capable of proving what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So by the transformation of your mind, you agree that you live in the place of constituted blessing. And you come into a place where you guard unity. And uh, you come into the place where there is no lack. So, then you come into the place where you are in health. And then you come into the place where you are prosperous. And now here, he says, I wish above all things. Why would the Apostle Paul, and the, and the King James doesn't do it justice. When the translators put, I wish, it doesn't do it justice today because of the language difference. Today when we say, I wish, most people are like blowing candles off of their birthday uh, cake and making a wish. And, you know, wishing something would come to pass. That's not what we do. When he said, I wish, he is saying, it is my will and, and my utmost desire for you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He's not talking about a wish, meaning it might, it might not come to pass. He, he's, not agree, he's not just greeting people like some uh, unsafe theologians think. He's writing an epistle to saints telling them, now that you're children of God, here's my utmost desire for you. And here's the greatest thing on God's agenda for your life. Next, you're saved. You're going to heaven. But now, God, 
is changing you by renewing your mind and now God is bringing you into divine health through agreement with who you are and now God is bringing you to prosperity because what he's begun in your life because you're living in the realm of constituted blessing. Welcome back, and I, I know that you really enjoyed that second part of Mark Richards' testimony about how God is, is healing his body and everything that God has done. Just such a tremendous miracle. But I, I believe the thing that um, really, really touches my heart, Christian, is the fact that, that when a person becomes a disciple, they, be, they become an International Miracle Institute student, there's that hookup with us in the realm of the spirit. Absolutely. And you know, even though we may not see them, the Lord will bring their faces up in front of us and we'll pray for them. And you know, walking in Christ is, it's, it's, it's not a, a short sprint, it's a marathon. Yep, absolutely and, it is. And we wanna make it all the way to the end, yes. Walking in Christ the whole way, not you know living a roller coaster Christianity, yes. and that's what International Miracle Institute will do for you. It'll make you sane, you know, it, sober. It's it's true, yeah. and you know what's awesome about God is uh, He's clear. Right. <laughs> he's very clear. Yeah. As as newborn Christians, we desire milk, the milk of God's word, so that we can grow thereby. Then when we're we're grown, we we get strong meat. Right. Uh, that means um, a strong word. We get a word that a mature person can handle. And that way we can be efficient and proficient in mm -hmm. what the Bible calls the word of truth. Mm -hmm. One of the areas that God is very clear about in the New Testament is sound doctrine. Right. That is, in other words, sound teaching. Yes. So that tells me something that there is such a thing as being taught the truth right. and it doesn't go in 360 degrees uh, that it contradicts itself. Exactly. But it is going to be parallel with the nature and the character and the promises of God. Yes. That is the key to Miracle Institute uh, uh, to track or tracks of training. Mm -hmm. One is the word and the other one is the spirit. Yes. You can't separate the two unless you read the word legalistically right. or religiously right. or through the eyes of the doctrines of men or unbelief. Right. But when we look at God's word biblically and acknowledge Christ as the living God, uh, the same yesterday, today, and forever, Yes. then these tracks go hand in hand. Yes. And what you're speaking becomes what you're performing. Right. I, you recall that meeting we were in and one of our members had had an unfortunate accident and broke her uh, arm. Right. And I began to, uh, I, the gift of faith came on me and I ministered to her and I noticed she did not get a miracle and I began, I just grabbed her and began to call a now miracle, a now miracle, oh, yeah, a now yeah. miracle, a now miracle. And all of a sudden what was shattered in several areas just a few days ago right. was instantly healed miraculously by the power of God. Yes, that's the right. same thing happened with the young boy 
in in the New England area mm -hmm. where they went home and sawed off the cast. Right. With, yeah. We didn't encourage them he to. He was like about 11 or 12 years old. The boy was so he adamant when the pain yeah. left and he knew yeah. that although he had a, a very severe uh, f fracture in several right, areas, right. he went home and he, uh, he, they took off the cast and yes. the doctor verified the miracle. And so when you see that there's the word and there's a performer or a one that bears witness to the word, yeah. the presence of the Spirit. Yes. Then you recognize that I am I, every tape, every word spoken is right. carrying and now power and now blessing mm -hmm. for your life. Yes. You have to go a year or two years or three years or, or go to the end of the course in order to start receiving but from the first word, mm -hmm. you're receiving the blessings of God in your life. Hallelujah. Well, you know, Jesus Christ is my healer. I was in a wheelchair and in 1985. Um, God got me out of that wheelchair. And so it's very difficult for anyone to tell me that Jesus is not a healer. But listen, you need to go to the phone right now, become part of us, join this amazing mandate that God's got to raise up 400,000 people to do miracles around the globe, this beautiful network that God is making between you and us. And then join us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings.